I try to treat this like a business. And I know a lot of people that don't do that. And um, you need to, anything you do in life, you have to treat it like, especially if you're doing it on your own, you have to treat it like a business and you have to have goals. You have to set budgets. You have to do all the things that a normal business would do if you really want to succeed. Hey everybody, this is Cameron Aubel Brannigan and you are listening to the Cameron AB Show. I sat down with my friend Mike Provenzano and we talked about the advantages of starting out later in life, the importance of networking, and as always, we talk advice and life lessons for any creative in the field. I hope you're all staying safe out there and treating yourselves well. And without further ado, here's my talk with Mike. Hey everyone, uh, this is Cameron A.B. and I'm sitting down with my friend Mike. Uh, Mike, just tell people a little bit about who you are and what you're all about. Well, I um, first and foremost, I'm a father of four boys. Um, I'd like to say that first because that's who I am. Um, that is your full-time uh, job. Exactly right. Um, and then after that, uh, I'm an actor, spokesperson. Um, uh, I've done commercial mo- acting. I do some modeling, uh, voiceover work. So I'm kind of, I do all the stuff that you can try to do in the entertainment industry uh, to the best of my ability. Um, I have a, um, a corporate background, so I, I did the, the corporate thing for 30 years and uh, made the switch and having a blast. Good, 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 good. And, you know, we talked about this right before we started. Um, you have not been in the industry for a long time considered to, you know, some people. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm all about trying to give value to whomever's listening. Um, does that pan well with, you know, your first career transitioning into modeling and acting? Well, it was kind of a, a weird transition, to be honest. Um, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't one that I was expecting to, to make mm. um, when it occurred. I was working, um, you know, I was in the corporate world for most of my career and, and it was time for a change. And I went and helped a buddy of mine in the um, construction business for about a year and, um, and helped him clean up his computer systems and all that stuff. And, and when I was leaving, he had bought a design firm. And one of the guys that, that came with the company is an acting instructor. And he's like, hey, you should check this school out. And I was like, I kid you not. I said, are you blowing smoke up my ass? And he said, no, 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 for real. Um, and I went to an open call with about 50 people and, and um, four of us were invited to the school. So that's kind of how I got started. Gotcha. But, um, but for me, the cool thing is, is that um, because I have that corporate background, um, I have a, a different look on things. And I, I try to treat this like a business. And I know a lot of people that don't do that. And um, you need to, anything you do in life, you have to treat it like, especially if you're doing it on your own, you have to treat it like a business and you have to have goals. You have to set budgets. You have to do all the things that a normal business would do if you really want to succeed. And um, so it was the cool thing for me where when I was younger, there was no way I could talk in front of a camera. I just, uh, I was shy. I just couldn't do it. It wasn't who I was. But did you have people coming to you and say, Hey, you have a good look. Yeah. I got a good face. You know, you should do some modeling nope. and yeah, nobody nope. did. Really? It was something I want to do in my twenties. Cause I definitely had a look for it, but I didn't have the confidence for it at the time. And, um, and you don't think of yourself as, um, you know, camera 
friendly or whatever you want, whatever term you want to use yeah. um, until somebody else tells you that, you know what I mean? You just, you don't, at least I never thought of it that yeah. way. Um, so it, you know, like I said, I, I got into it and, um, but I took my professional um, experiences and brought them to this. So, so everything that I've done in the past, um, sorry, my phone's That's all right. off. That's okay. Um, and, um, and I brought it to here. So, you know, I show up early for everything I attend. I bring too much wardrobe. I, I'm always prepared. I, I um, And people know that about me. And, and I've done repeat jobs over and over with multiple clients in the commercial world um, because of that. You know, I'm easy to work with. I, I, um, I get along with, you know, I ran operations for um, technology companies and I had to deal with sales reps on a daily basis. And, and sometimes I had egos, sometimes I didn't. And you... Um, you build that, um, and I don't want to call it thick skin, but you build the ability to interact with anybody, you know, and that's the the thing that I think I, I gained the most was not only um, can I talk with anybody and, and turn a situation from a negative to a positive, which I've, I've done in this industry as well. Um, but I also, because I have an operations background, I can look at something and, kind of see that something's going to go wrong before it does and kind of bring it to people's attention. Mm. Um, even if it's something as simple as, um, Hey, you see that Starbucks cup sitting on the, the table right there. It wasn't in yep. the last scene. Yeah. You may want to move it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the little things that, um, that make a difference. That reminds me of that, of that game of Thrones, um, uh, problem yep. that you know exactly what I'm talking about where they, I, that's it. why I brought it up because, uh, I'm binging on it right now because <laughs> I, I never, I never watched it. So, um, now I'm up to seasons. Yep. I'm up to season six. I'm on season six now. And, um, it's been pretty fun. And, uh, my brother-in-law actually said last night, he goes, Oh, wait till the Starbucks uh, cup scene yeah. comes up. So I think that's in the last season. I, but, I um, actually think that that actually helps the show because, you know, I think, you know, a lot of people criticize the last season and when they got to had that kind of, you know, mishap, it kind of put a lot mm -hmm. of press to it and a lot of more attention to it. So, you know, say that as you will but you know i i think i think it may, maybe that there was a silver lining to that um yeah maybe but maybe maybe but but um one thing i did want to talk about is you know we're all stuck inside in quarantine and we're all binge watching and all you know trying to make the best of it you started a film festival during all this uh, I did. It's, it's called the, um, from a distance film festival, get it from a distance. Um, um, it's online. Uh, my friend Gabby Faye and I started it up together. And, um, basically what we're doing is we're running a film festival for the, the reasons there's no film festivals for people to attend right now. Hmm. So, um, everything that I've been involved with creating so far since, um, the, this lockdown or quarantine has occurred has all had two goals in, uh, in my opinion. It's been, let's keep actors um, creating and being uh, creative and, and just doing stuff. Um, and the second one and the most important one was um, to bring a little bit of joy to anyone around the world by doing something that they can watch, mm. you know, whether it's a clip that, the, or a short that we do, or it's this film festival. And the, fe the festival um, is the, the nice thing about it is, um, it can be viewed by anyone around the world. We're not charging for, uh, submissions. We're doing all the work, you know, I'm doing all the web, web work and all that stuff. 
Um, uh, Gabby's doing all of the, the promotion for it, which is great. And um, we're, you know, we've got, we're up to 24 films after a week, which is, which I think is pretty cool. It's not, I want to make it a lot bigger, but um, I'm thrilled that we have 24 uh, short films so far. Mm. And, you know, people around the world are going to get to watch these. And that's the, um, if people can just smile for five minutes or 10 minutes or an hour because they watch a whole bunch of them, then that's, that's really the, the main goal of it. Um, because we're all dealing with negativity. We're dealing with, we're, we're locked up um, and we don't have the, the luxuries or the freedoms that we normally do to go out and do whatever we feel like doing. People aren't working right now. So the income issue is, is out there. Um, and we're all feeling it. So if we can create something that allows others to just have a few minutes of joy in their day, that's, it was well worth putting this together. Good. good. Yeah. And, and I think that that's all it goes down to is, you know, taking people out of this, kind of vortex of negativity and just kind of making something have a little bit more headspace for people. I love mm -hmm. it. I love it. Um, I, I need to submit a short film to you guys. And I, I, I'm actually going to do that later today. Um, I, I produced a short film that I also use for my reel. Um, okay. A clip for it. Uh, yeah. 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 Cool. Really into that. Love to um, have it. Yeah. yeah. Now you've, um, since you didn't start when you were in your twenties, like you said, um, <clears throat> and a lot of people see this industry as like a, a young person's game. Um, do you see any differences with, you know, uh, uh, not just the roles, but just, just the way in which you're treated because you are a little older? Is it no. any differences with that? Um, for me, I, I don't look at it. I don't, I don't see that. Um, and for me, I mean, my roles are very specific. You know, I, I, I have that dad look, I've got the corporate yeah. look, you know, and all that stuff. And I, there's certain, you know, we all get typecast in certain, in certain spots. Um, you know, I, I don't think I could pull off a, a good homeless guy, you know, right. Now. Maybe with my hair getting a little <laughs> don't worse. Don't say maybe. that. Don't say, you, you know, never maybe, know. You never know. You know, don't shut the door. Um, <laughs> so, and I'm open to, to doing any kind of role, but, um, to answer your question, um, you know, when, you know, I got into this and people were like, Hey, you're going to be competing against people that have been doing this for 30 years. And I'm like, okay, I don't care, whatever. Um, but you know, when I interact with whoever I'm interacting with on, on a set or, or just even at an audition, I mean, granted when I audition, I'm typically auditioning against people that are, are my age in my age range. Um, but when I'm on set, it's, you know, we're all, you know, we all try to be a family together on set. I did a, a national commercial in February and it was, we had so much fun. It was kind of ridiculous. It was so much fun. And, and it was from, you know, there was four, you know, obviously we had a, there was a, a girl that played my wife and then we had a son and a daughter and the, um, the way that we bonded for, and it was like a four or five day shoot. Um, it was just, we just had, we look like a real family, you know, and we interacted like a real family and we had fun like a real family and it made the, the job so fun, you know, and, and it made it fun, not just for us, but um, even the, the directors and producers are like, man, you guys are killing it. And we're, we see it on screen, you know, now they delayed the whole uh, commercial for, 
for purposes because they're a retail chain, but um, and they don't want to put it out there until after this kind of blows over. Yeah. But uh, but the point there is is that you know you interact with all different ages, and there's to me it's um, it's how you interact with people. And I'm an, a humble guy, and I'm not somebody that that goes around and and hey, I'm older than you, so I must be different or better than you. I don't look at it by any stretch that way. I, I learn from from everyone, and it doesn't matter if they're younger or older. It's you know we all have the the option to um, or the choice to to determine how we're going to react to any situation, whether it's a good one or a bad one. And I always look at, at things from a, a learning perspective and, um, you know, sometimes I learn and sometimes I can help teach. Yeah. And that, and that's great. I think, I think that's a great way to look at it because I know that sometimes ego gets in the way and a lot of people think, Oh, I don't have as many credits. So I'm not going to get that role over that next person. That's not usually what casting and the producers are looking for they're looking for the person who's right for that role exactly right you know and and you know i, I i'm sure in certain rooms if there were two equal actors they would compare resumes and they would kind of bet on the the, the the resume that has a little bit more experience but you know especially in today's world where there's so much content and there's so much um you know, dealing with people's schedules, you know, there's opportunity for everybody. There, there's enough cake to eat for everybody. Um, oh, absolutely. There is. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's all great. Um, you know, I'm all about advice, giving advice um, and, and trying to spread it to as many people. Um, in your short time, I mean, relatively short time in the industry, what are some key attributes that you have found that just work and some things that just don't work? Well, um, for me, because I have that, that corporate background, um, whenever I go into a, a job and we're just waiting around, whatever, you know, all the actors that will just sit down and we'll start BSing with each other, you know? Yeah. And, um, I will kind of take the lead on, and it doesn't matter if they're younger or older with me. I kind of, kind of, that's just who I am. And I explain what I do. And I explain the fact that um, I set goals for myself and I have a pie in the sky goal of being a principal on the Hallmark channel. That's one of my, one of my big goals that I set for myself about a year and a half ago. And um, it's still a goal, you know, and it's not, I'm not turning it off. I'm not, letting it go. I'm still focused on that goal while, um, even though I'm still doing other stuff. Right. So when I'm, um, talking with people, it's, you know, I, you know, when normal times exist and there's a lot of projects out there, you know, I tell, I, I track how many, how many, um, projects I submit to that fit my cat, my category. Mm -hmm. And I have a goal of 30 submissions per week. Now, obviously right now that's not happening, but, um, during the the normal times of the year, I hit that every single week. And even though I've got agents doing the same thing, we all know that, or most of us know that just because you have an agent doesn't mean you stop self-submitting for yourself. Um, Now, a lot of new people don't know that. Um, And when I share that, those types of things with people, they're just floored. They're caught off guard because that's not what they do. And um, so I love sharing that kind of advice with people because it, it, um, it pushes them to take a hard look at what they're doing to make their career really grow. And uh, I just, I love doing that. I do it as often as I can when I'm on set and um, 
and I've built some great friendships because of it. Good. Now, you know, you touched on something that, that, that I want to segue to. Um, I, I, you know, I always do research on, on, on everybody and I saw that you have a lot of representation. You have representation here in Philly, New York, Florida, California, um, both, you know, theatrical and modeling agencies. Um, how does that work? Because I'm sure that a lot of people don't realize that many actors and models have multiple reps and managers and publicists. Um, how, how does that whole team kind of work for you? How, how have you seen it? Well, when I got into the industry, and I've learned this from my past, is that um, you're the best kept secret, right? Because nobody knows who you are. Yeah. So um, a friend and I um, got into the industry roughly about the same time, and we took two different approaches, and we're both doing pretty well um, in our growth. And so what I decided to do is I was going to go wide, right? I said, I need to get as many people to know who I am. So, so I went and started um, – obviously I started submitting for projects and submitting for projects and all that stuff. And then I started submitting to agencies and little by little people would start saying, you know how it works. You send them out to, to 50 of them. You get like one or two responses if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that started happening. And then I started getting referrals from other people that said, Hey, why aren't you, you should talk to so-and-so. Um, so that's what I did. And um, while I probably right now have a little more representation that I probably need, at this juncture, um, they all, there's not a lot of, of overlap to be honest, because, you know, Reinhardt down in Philly, I love those guys, but I don't compete with them with anybody else in New York, mm. or New Jersey or anything yeah. to that effect. Um, and that's the best part is that if there is, um, an overlap and it does, it, it occurs from time to time. Um, but everyone, every agency has different relationships with their clients. Right now, some of them are, 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 um, let's just call it, um, they'll put their entire roster out to a, to a, a call and you know, the, the casting determines who they want to see. Um, so sometimes you end up in a cattle call and other times they're very specific on who they they're submitting. So, um, for me, it's been a, a good experience of having a decent amount of representation. And I know some, uh, some areas are tough. I mean, like I've met some friends in Atlanta. You're only allowed to have one agent in Atlanta, yeah. which I was floored by. Now, I knew that was the case on the West Coast. I didn't realize it was local um, because here we can kind of, you know, do whatever we want. But um, and like I said, as as you grow in this, um, you determine what what makes the most sense for your, for your career moving forward. And, and just like every other business, I do the same thing. And, and, but it's definitely a relationship business and each agent has their specific relationships that, um, that just benefit them as, as an agency. And then it helps you as, as, as talent. Yeah. And, and I like to talk to uh, people about representation because I want them to realize that, it's a team you know it's not like you get yep. an agent and they're the ones who kind of hold the keys to the casting director you know it's not it's, it's not a whole bunch of gatekeepers in this industry um, right. you are you know take a sports analogy like you are the michael jordan of your team you're the you're you're yeah. are you're the franchise face of your right. team and you need to act as such and you need to play as such um, you, you know, 
we can keep going. But for me personally, I didn't, I, I never felt like I needed to, you know, kind of knock on doors and wait for people to open them. As you said, this is a relationship game. This is, this is not so much you pleading and asking people for roles. Right. Because you know, a lot of times you might think you're great for a role, but the producer has a certain image or the director has a certain person already in mind. So you're already kind of not in a great place. And, and to get your, your hopes and dreams up based on that is not a good way to go. That's just going to lead to some failure. Um, so there's so much I want to talk about, but trying to, trying to boil it down, like mm-hmm. what are some, um, how much, you know, you, you have a North star, which I love. And I think that a lot of actors, they just kind of want to be able to do everything. They, mm-hmm. they say, okay, I want to go and I want to have, Golden Globe. I want my own TV show. I want this podcast. I want to do this and that third thing. But very few um, actors actually get to do all those things. Um, and you know, I, I I follow Bonnie Gillespie. I don't know if you know who mm-hmm. that person is. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think I think all new actors need to at least listen to what she has to say. You need that north star. You need that that role that you are going to um, that's going to light you on fire, and you need to reverse engineer all the way down to where you are now and figure out what yep. that trajectory is. So, um, yeah, yeah. So right now with all this, are you doing any other kind of prep work for when this whole COVID nineteen situation ends? Well, um, the, some of the things I'm doing now is, um, is I'm still doing, right? So we've yeah. created a, my friend Rich Henkels and I have created a couple um, uh, projects. So the first one we did was a, it was a Zoom um, program for actors. So we basically acted out, you know, what's it like to use Zoom technology as an actor? And we had six of us on screen and, and we made it funny where, we kept goofing things up, who would hit the mute button, who would share their screen, all that kind of goofy right. stuff. And so that was fun to do. Um, and then we went a different approach and we now have um, a series we, it's called Quarantine Island. We've got two episodes are, uh, that are out there now. Um, we're shooting a third next week and we're trying to do it weekly. So um, it keeps us... Um, engaged and I don't have a lot of comedy footage to be honest with you and these are comedies so it's fun for me because I'm now I'm stretching myself um, more right now because I'm doing something that I haven't done really on on camera and so I'm talking to different I'm looking at other other options as far as trainings are concerned and it's a little tougher to do a an acting training online than it is to do it face-to-face you know, but I'm up, you know, I'm working on, um, my, um, setups for my self tapes. I'm kind of taking that right now to the next level and, and buying some new equipment to, to it, to give me a more professional look than I currently have. And that's important because this, uh, I think the air of the, the era of self tapes is just growing and it's not, I don't think it's going to go away. I think it's actually going to get bigger. And that's kind of, that's a good and bad thing. Um, 
uh, you know, being in the Philly market and having to go up to New York for 15 minutes for a, yeah. uh, an audition and then coming back is, you know, I, I love going to New York and all that stuff. But if I can do it from my the comfort of my own home and, and still accomplish what we need, then I need to make sure that, that everything I'm doing is showing me in the most professional light that I can be in. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, it's sa- same here. I actually uh, took the plunge and uh, I got myself an IMDb Pro account. I um, really started marketing myself. I started taking, uh, you know, inventory of what my resume looks like, what my headshot mm-hmm. really is ca- captivating. Um, same thing with my self-tapes, kind of took, you know, what I have and what I don't have. And uh, I, I'm I'm even signed up for an acting class, a zoom acting class during this time. Um, cool. So I'm just making, you know, just like you said, make, you're just making do with what you got. Um, and even if you have to tweak and you're just tweaking to change yourself. And I, you know, I, I do see some actors, um, not doing that. Um, and it doesn't matter their experience level. And, you know, it, it's really going to be interesting how all this plays out with the industry. You know, I was talking with a good friend of mine in LA and he was telling me, you know, we kind of came to the same realization that there's some people in the industry that are kind of working on the edges, you know, maybe financially they're not in a great place or maybe they're, their heart's not totally into it anymore. And, you know, it's, it, you know, th- it's, things are just gotten even harder in some ways, but mm-hmm. I, I actually feel as if that that might lead to, you know, a more of a renaissance because now all the producers are thinking about all sorts of new roles and opportunities. Writers are mm-hmm. having a field day just yep. stuck at home, just writing all those projects that they've been, you know, keeping it on the shelf. Um, yep. You know, and, and everybody's just kind of getting a little antsy about making content. So I think when all this is done, this is going to be a boom of opportunity. And I hope that people do take advantage of this. And that's, I would agree with you. That's what I think. I think when, when the, the floodgates open, they're going to open in a big way yeah. um, because everybody wants to get back to, to creating. I mean, it's not even just this industry. Everybody in the world wants to get back to work. They want to get yeah. back to doing what they're, they're great, what they enjoy. Um, and I think it's going to, I think it's going to happen. And that's part of the, part of the reason why um, I challenge myself to stay creative right now is because when things do open up, um, you know, I want people to, to, to recognize that you know, there's people out there that are still doing, they're still making um, an impact on people's lives, even during this time. And, and I want to be, I want to be one of those people that, that people go back and go, man, he didn't, he didn't give up. He didn't stop. I mean, um, he kept pushing forward and, and not only am I pushing forward, but I'm pushing forward with the, the, the intent of helping others get through this time. You know, and that's what's the most important to me is is helping people push through. You know, in any fashion. Um, you know, obviously, when we're not working and we're not bringing in income like we're used to doing, you can't help people financially. Yeah. But you can help them in a lot of other ways. You know, and it doesn't. It's not always about money. It's just you know that we we all have um, a sanity level that we reach, right? And um, 
you want to stay positive. You want to stay sane. And, you know, we're creating to make that or make that happen for people. And, you know, some people are going to go, ah, what's he doing? You know, you always have the naysayers. But, um, but if we can put a smile on one person's face, whatever we did was worth it. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel. Good. Now, how about your kids? How, how, how are they viewing all this? Because they, they must have known you before. Oh yeah. They're, um, uh, they're like, it's cool dad. you know, it's cool. Um, but now they're like, you know, I, I saw myself on a commercial that I did last, uh, last August and I just saw it for the first time on TV, like three days ago. So, uh, so what do I do? I pause it right in classic (laughs) and I wait, (laughs) I wait for my youngest to come down and I go, Hey, look on the screen. He goes, okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, yeah, it's exactly. He's like, yeah, whatever. All right, right, dad, you're Um, working. I get it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was pretty funny. Um, and, um, so they're, you know, they, they, they're, they're cool with it. They like the fact that I'm doing it and they, you know, even my, um, my 15 year old is like, yeah, that's pretty cool. And, um, and he's a very outgoing kid, but as soon as I put him in front of the camera with me, like forget a deer in headlights, you know, instantly, but my eight year old loves it. He's done a, a a short film with me last year. He's done He has actually done some modeling work already. Um, yeah, so he enjoys it and he has that, um, he's just outgoing. He's got a good look and all that stuff. So I'm hoping that the things move on for him. Um, but the kids are, yeah, they, they're cool with it and they're, they're happy to see dads doing something that he really enjoys. And, and, and that must bleed on to them too. Cause you know, a happy household, you know, just makes for happy people. Um, that, absolutely that's right. Great. That's great. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So I like to, ask two specific questions you know they're kind of vague but i always ask everybody what is one thing in the industry that you wish could be changed or something that Uh, you see that it's like ah i wish i didn't have to do this every single or i see this all the time and it doesn't have to be this way you know i've had people say you know audition the whole auditioning process people don't like or you know casting or would you just just whatever comes to mind yeah and what comes to mind to be honest with you is um is i wouldn't change it i mean Mm. the the things that uh, the reason i wouldn't change anything personally is because i feel blessed that i get to do this and i feel honored that somebody wants to see me come in for an audition um the i think what needs to change though is people need to understand that when you go to an audition the casting people want you to do well they want you to succeed they don't want they don't want you to walk in there scared to death or nervous and have the butterfly effect and and not do well that's not why they brought you in you know they want you to succeed they want to see you do well and that's what people need to recognize is that you know, while I, and one other thing that I would say is that I've seen friendships end because of competition in the industry. And if there was one thing I'd love to see change, it's that because my friend Rich and I, and like I said, we started working together or we started, we, we worked together on his first project Hmm. and I was in the business probably about five months before him. And, um, we've become friends we compete against each other on a regular basis, but we're always, we're, we're always with the, the attitude of, Hey, if one of us gets it, great, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and he's a little bit older than me. He's got the James Brolin, you know, more whitish hair. So we, okay. when we compete, 
granted we're competing because we're in the same age range, but we have completely different looks, you know what I mean? So as you said earlier, when casting has an idea of what they're looking for, you know, you can't change that, you know, unless you do something that, that throws them off and like, Oh wow, I didn't see that coming. And, and that kind of um, drives, uh, drives you forward. But we treat our friendship comes first. We help each other in our, our auditions, even when we're auditioning against each other for a role. And that I wish more people would do. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, we're all in this together, you know, like, like we just said before, there's enough opportunity out there. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't know how the casting director is really looking at the project. You know, I remember when I, one of the uh, very first, you know, um, I forget what it's called. It's not a co-star. Yeah, it's a co-star role Mm -hmm. um, on an HBO series. Um, they had me come in and I, you know, you know, a lot of people, I got, a, you know, a call back and, you know, a, a, a meeting out of it and, you know, I didn't get the role and, you know, I started thinking about it and when I had the chance and when the, 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 the series came out, I was able to look through casting and I was able to find who that person was who got mm-hmm. it and yep. it was, it, it was a woman. So I was like, oh, wow. I, I can't compete with that, <laughs> you know. Yep. Uh, yep, obviously, you obviously, it was very in a very open role, and you know, maybe they wanted, you know, whomever she was working with, one of the one, one of the main stars, recurring stars of the, how, how, you know, that kind of relationship, and maybe they figured, oh, a female in this role would have been better for this opportunity. Sure. You know, I mean, and, and, and so many things change on the fly like that. Exactly right. You know? So, so we you, went, yeah. So you can't get, you know, you can't beat yourself up over that. Um, no, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the other question I like to ask is what is one thing that you love about this? that You can't get anywhere else. Um, honestly, I, I enjoy helping people more than anything else. And I get to do that every time I'm on set. Um, because we're just, um, you're meeting somebody new almost every single time. And then granted, there's certain projects that you work on that, that are repeat and you get to go back and, and, and work with the same people again, which is, which I love. Um, but I'm meeting new people every single time I go to any set. And, and that I love the most because it's not only like, I enjoy what I'm doing and I, and I love the acting and I love, you know, being a part of a project. Um, but I love helping people at the same time. And I kind of, you know, have these conversations in the past of, I don't know if I love acting more than helping people or helping people more than acting. And it's, you know, it's, but the cool thing is, is I get to do both. And that I think is what I like the most about it is I get to, to, um, do something that I really enjoy doing. And while I'm doing it, I'm learning from people that have been doing it from a longer perspective and I'm helping people sometimes people that have been in it for a lot longer than me. Um, and that's the cool part is, is when you get to help somebody realize how much more they can do to push their career forward. It's just, it's a, it's a wonderful feeling. And it's, and it's also good to know that those people who have been in it longer, they mess up too. They have, you know what, you know, it, it's, it's shocking. You know, it's a lot of times, you know, I see actors that I, that, you know, you kind of put up on a pedestal 
and they're flubbing lines all the time. They're, 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 they're not sure of what to do. You know, they're always learning. And that's what I want people to realize is that it's, you're never, you're, you're a student at best in this. Absolutely. And so, I mean, for me, it's, um, you're right. You're always learning and don't be afraid to learn. I mean, the one thing we all have to remember, we're all human beings. We make mistakes. That's part of who we are. It's part of life. Um, and it doesn't matter if you're an actor or you're a, um, a truck driver or you're a grocery worker or you're a, a, a surgeon, a surgeon, we're all human beings and we're all not perfect. So, you know, when you go out and you do something and you, you flub a line, like you said, or you miss a beat or whatever it might be, it's don't, don't let it weigh you down. You know, don't let anything weigh you down. It's just not, it doesn't, it doesn't help you move forward. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, if, if you had to give, um, cause I'm going to try to wrap it up, but I mean, you've said mm -hmm. so much advice. Is there anything else that you would want to say to either a younger you or somebody just starting off in the business? What, could you kind of part? Sure. Um, uh, go for it. Go all in. Don't go halfway. Don't, uh, you know, think you're just going to become this overnight sensation because granted, while it, it may happen from time to time, it's not the standard. You're right. So go all in, um, have support behind you because if you're a younger person that's starting off, um, understand that, you need to grow some thick skin. It's not, you're going to, you know, the, I use this analogy all the time in most industries, no news is good news yeah. in this industry. No news is n you didn't book something. Right. And, um, be okay with that. Um, just don't beat yourself up over. You didn't book a role. Remember that every time you go, um, in front of someone, whether it's online, whether it's at an audition, whether it's what you're putting out, um, on your, your website, make it professional, be the best you can be. Don't go halfway because if you don't go out and get a, a quality headshot, what does that say? Yeah. It screams, you're not serious, right? If you show up tired or you show up, um, not prepared, or you don't have the wardrobe they wanted you to have, uh, that shows, you know, um, and, and be grateful that you're there. Uh, that's the other thing I would say is be grateful that you're there be humble. Um, but be honest about what your capabilities are. Don't oversell yourself. Um, and most importantly, have fun. Have fun. Yeah. And, and that should be the button to it. That should be, you need to have fun because a lot of people are in this and they want to have fun and you should have fun. Yeah. So, so Mike, where can people find you? Well, um, I have a website that's uh, www.mikeprov.com. Uh, that's my website. And then on social media, it's, I created a one username for everything. So if you look me up, it's Mike A. Provenzano, uh, P-R-O-V-E-N-Z-A-N-O, because most people won't know how to spell that. Um, and that's, you know, I'm on, you know, I'm on all the socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all that stuff. Um, TikTok? And, uh, TikTok, I'm not on TikTok. Yet. Okay, um, <laughs> just had to ask. You know, I've got, I actually, I do have an account, but I have not used it yet. That's okay. Um, it's okay. But part of our um, our quarantine island, we um, we call it Talk Tick because we're old. <laughs> 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 so it's pretty. You're funny. old. 
You're yeah, old. We're old. We're the parent. I'm one of the parents, so we call it talk tick. Yeah. No. No. And, no. and yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Doesn't matter the age, but you're you're doing it. You're loving it, and that's all that needs to be said. So, yep. Mike, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out of your quarantine. Good luck to you and your boys. Stay safe out there, and uh, I'll see you when this is all over. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you got any value from this, please share with a friend and make sure to subscribe so you can listen to every new episode. All right, have a great day.